everyone. It's Lauren. Welcome to Spiritual and Bipolar. Haven't recorded a solo episode in a hot minute and I come to you today feeling very conflicted and honestly just sad and I kind of wanted to vent out and process how I'm feeling because I honestly haven't been feeling super great about myself lately. And I think that this is going to be something that many people can relate to, quite honestly. We have all these markers, right? (laughs) I'm trying to be where I should start. But we have all these markers in life that we are told that once we reach them, we will be happy. Once we get the marriage... Or even starting slower than that, once we get the relationship, then once we get engaged, and then once we get the marriage, and once we get accepted into a college, and then once we graduate college, and once we get the job, and once we make X amount of dollars, once we lose the weight, once we get X, Y, and Z, then we will be fulfilled. (laughs) So what do you do when you have those things yet? your life still feels like it lacks meaning. You still feel disappointed. You still feel like it's not enough. What do you do then? And I recognize that as a person that lives in the United States of America, that these are extremely privileged problems to have. However, especially with everything going on, Just because someone has more severe or quote-unquote worse circumstances than you doesn't mean that your life conflicts are invalid, okay? I just want to throw that out there. With that being said, let me talk a little bit about how I'm feeling. I'm feeling very frustrated, I'm feeling very discouraged, and I'm feeling very disappointed not only, but also selfish, right? With being a 27-year-old abled-bodied person, I recognize that, like, (sighs) my problems are a lot better than probably half of the world's. (laughs) So then it leaves you feeling like something's wrong with you because you're just like, I have all these things yet. I don't feel like I'm where I need to be. Like, the end goal, the prize seems like it's so far away. So what will make me happy? What will get me there? And then you start thinking something's wrong with you because you've been through this time and time again where that light at the end of the tunnel just keeps seeming to be pushed further and further further away out of your reach. And maybe your dreams continue to elude you. Or maybe you're just feeling a little bit lost and confused like I am. So a year ago, I would have been in disbelief if I told my past self I would be here. Because last March, I was pretty suicidal, if I'm being honest with you. I was unemployed, chronically unemployed, for about nine months. And last March, I was feeling so hopeless And I recognize that depression per unemployment is a super real thing. 
because here in America, we're told you need to have a job to be worth something. You need to be making X amount of dollars to have value. So when I didn't have a job to report to every day, when I wasn't getting a paycheck every other week, I felt like, what is the point of anything? And I was really, really depressed in a very dark place. And I was just desperate for anyone to hire me. And I was going on interviews and nothing. I would get job offers for like $16 an hour. And with a master's degree, that just didn't seem acceptable. (laughs) So I started to internalize that and felt like my life had no meaning. But now, and I'm very transparent on my podcast, as you all might know, Now I'm making more money than I thought I would. In August, I finally got a job. And transparently, I was making $50,000. And then I said, my next goal is to make $60,000. Because when I'm making $60,000, then I will be satisfied with the amount of money that I'm making. Then I was offered a job for a little less than sixty. dollars It was $58,000. And I said... Nope, that's not enough. Then I was offered a job for $65,000 and I was like, mm, I'd really be satisfied if I made 70. So now I'm very thankful and grateful to say that I'm making $70,000 and I have this amazing, extremely um, just very blessed to have the opportunity to be a director of the behavioral health unit of a long-term nursing care facility. And (laughs) I still feel like I don't have enough. Now I'm like, oh, well, I want to be making 80,000. Like, it's just, it's this endless cycle of like trying to push a very heavy boulder up a mountain and right when you're about to seemingly reach the top you fall right back down and I've come to realize that by knowing a certain someone who has more privilege than I do and there's always going to be someone more wealthy than you more you know x y and z than you But it seems like, even with all they have, that they could win a million dollars tomorrow and they would still feel like they didn't have enough money. And for a second, that really seemed to perplex me. I'm like, with all this person has, and they could hit the jackpot, win the lotto tomorrow, they would still be fickle. Is that the right word? (laughs) But then for a second, I was just like, girl, to myself, it's like, Lauren, that's legitimately you. Like if I won, I've always kind of joked about, but in all seriousness, I've been trying to manifest winning $10,000 a week for life. You know, that set for life lotto ticket. I've always fantasized about winning that because then I was like, you know what? You're making... 500 grand a year doing absolutely nothing 
And that's what I need to live a life where I feel supported, a life where I can thrive, a life where I'm satisfied and content with my financial circumstances. And then when I get X amount of money, then I'm going to donate to charity. Then I'm going to tip the waiter 40%. Then, 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 then. (laughs) Right? But then, then comes and you find yourself, or at least I'll speak for myself, we find ourselves still being stingy. Still, when we get a bill in the mail, we find ourselves quivering and stiffening. Right? We shriek when that X dollar amount in our bank account goes down. It's like a mini panic attack. I'm running out of resources. And I've come to realize that you could have all the money in the world, an infinite amount of riches, success, prosperity. But if you still have that lack mentality, if you still have that scarcity mindset programmed into your psyche, Nothing will ever be enough. Right? Like, when is it ever enough? When do we ever really just stop for a second and smell the roses and say, thank you, God, universe, whatever, for all that I have? Everything is enough. Everything is as it should be right now. Because I can tell you one second... That could all be ripped away. You could be fired. Your house could burn down. (laughs) Jeez, knock on wood. Your partner could break up with you. Your grandma could die. Like, when we go into the grave at the end of our lives, we don't take any of that stuff with us. And a perfect example I could use is my weight, right? So, I've been fat my whole life. Um, I've never been in a thin body. I've always been bigger boned, bigger bodied. I've always struggled with my weight for as long as I could remember. It's very easy for me to gain weight. I could, well, I have starved myself, worked out excessively, and still the weight just loves to stay on my bones. And then when I see women, other females that work out for like two days, they're naturally thin, they get a six pack, they don't have to watch what they eat, they can work out when and if they want to and they're still petite. I get so envious and jealous and bitter of those people. And I think, ugh, if only I didn't have to worry about my appearance, then I would be, I'd be chilling, I'd be cool, I'd be happy. So we diet, we starve ourselves, we get on the exercise regimen, right? And we reach that part of the scale, like that number, right? At one point I was 180 pounds and then I went on keto, I lost 30 pounds, I was 150. And while that did feel like a win, while I was more confident and secure in my body, I could wear crop tops and skirts and be naked in front of someone and not worry about my fat rolls. 
I still felt like, uh, well, maybe I'll try to get to 145. And then I thought, as the number started to creep up, as I took myself off of keto, I started to become 153, 156, whatever. It's like, if only I could maintain that 150 pounds, then everything would be great. And I find myself engaging in this dynamic of thought when I'm on Instagram and I see these Instagram models or these fitspo chicks, right? The woman that I think is the most beautiful creature in the entire world. Um, Her Instagram handle is Cindy Wolfie or Wolfie Cindy. Her name's Cindy Kimberly. She's this beautiful um, Spanish Indonesian goddess. And I was just imagining what life must be like being that naturally stunning and how little problems she must have because she doesn't have to worry about whatever. And I realized that that is such a fallacy, (laughs) that it's like this fantasy I have in my head of picturing the perfect life where you have everything handed to you. You have the perfect genetics, quote unquote. You have, you were born into money, right? You get to travel and do all the things and meet all the people and go all the places. And yet that's not real. (laughs) It really is delusional thinking because just earlier today, I had a friend of me who was well off and they told me, you know, I don't have to work because I don't have to worry about money, but my mental health is falling apart. And it's kind of like we entertain this thinking that if we didn't have to worry about bills, if we didn't have to worry about work, if we didn't have to worry about whatever, then everything would be great. But because that roadblock is in the way, we can't be happy. We don't have the right to celebrate life and be grateful because this is going wrong. Let me tell you, there's always going to be something. Right? I had another friend DM me the other day very nice man and he was like Lauren I'm so lonely no one wants to date me my love life is non-existent and I was basically like hey dude let me tell you something I have an existent love life right because that's what you think you want right you think you want a girlfriend well guess what I am in some sort of relationship and My thinking is like, well, if I could only break it off, if I could only be single, then I would be happy. It's like we see people with a boyfriend, with a girlfriend, with a significant other. And right, this was me on Valentine's Day. Everyone looked so happy. I saw the cute dates and the cute gifts. And I was just like, oh, if only. But (laughs) from personal experience, I've been that girl in pictures with the boyfriend, with the kissy face. And I was miserable. Completely miserable. Not happy whatsoever. But it looked like, from the outside looking in, that I was in a hashtag relationship goals situation. And this is just a reminder that everything is really not as it seems. And I don't have any advice for this because... (laughs) Like, I'm not here to offer you, like, if you're feeling not satisfied or you're feeling like your life has no meaning or feeling you're not living your purpose, you're not where you want to be, this is what you should do to get there. 
Like, no, 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 no. Don't get it twisted, honey. I'm right there with you. And I'm there to tell you that this is... It's okay if you feel that way. Or maybe that's just a reminder to myself. And something else I wanted to talk about while we're on the relationship train um, is when you feel like a person or a situation is bringing out the worst in you. And this is not to place any blame whatsoever on that person. But where I'm at, I feel like I'm in a dynamic where I don't like who I am with this person. Like, I, I'm starting to get so ashamed of who I'm becoming. Like, have you ever felt completely neurotic when you're in a relationship? Like you're watching yourself from an external lens and you're just like, why did I just say that? Like, I'm thinking this. Why can't I say that? Why can't I communicate that properly? Why am I acting like someone I would hate to be with? Why am I becoming my mother, my father, my ex? Right? Like, has that ever happened to you? Because I'm wondering if I'm the only one. And it's not to like blame the other person. It's not to say, well, you make me like this. Because it's so easy to take the victim stance and say it's not our fault. But really, no one else is forcing you to act a certain way. It's so easy to displace that accountability on a partner. Like, well, if you did this for me, then I wouldn't. It's like we don't want that responsibility because if we assume that ownership over our actions, then we think it automatically makes us a bad person. When maybe we're just a wounded person. Because when people hurt us, when we hurt people, it's really just an external reflection of the pain we're feeling inside. And that's not an excuse, but I'm here to just say right now that I'm really hurting. And I'm becoming... I don't want to use the word monster, because I believe that all people are are inherently good. And I really want to believe that we're all just doing the best that we can at the moment but I'll admit sometimes I feel like a monster have you ever felt like you were a different person at the start of a relationship than you were at the end like you don't know who you've become like honestly I have some really toxic tendencies (laughs) I could be hella manipulative. I could be very jealous and possessive and controlling. That is when I'm at my worst. At my worst, I'm neurotic. I'm petty. I can gaslight people. I could be selfish, obsessive, not loyal. I could be all those things, attention-seeking. But at my best, you know, I could be very self-aware. I could be very loving. I could be very kind. I could be very considerate and introspective and affectionate. Do 
So I guess I'm just wondering, like, where to go from here? And I know that when the worst of us is being brought out, at least for myself, it is because I feel like I'm not having my needs met. So we tend to compensate in other ways and maybe become someone that we aren't too proud of. And I used to think, well, if the worst of me is being brought out, then that just means that I have to stick it out and work on this because running away from my problems won't make it any better. And now I'm kind of at the point where I've stuck it out for potentially too long, where my intuition, my inner guidance is kind of telling me, Lauren, baby girl, it's time to walk away. Because when we act cold, when we act cunning, when we act mean, because we're scared, and that's just our reaction, right? We're either coming from a place of fear or love. When we act in ways that aren't so nice because deep down, that little child in us is afraid of being abandoned, afraid of being hurt, afraid of being left, afraid of losing love. We really are doing a disservice not only to ourselves, but to the other party. And I guess I just want to end this by saying, reminder to self and listener, that sometimes if we really love someone, the kindest thing at the end of the day that we could do for them is to just walk away and let them go and work on ourselves and let them be with someone that could love them in the ways that we couldn't and so that we can love ourselves in the way that we couldn't or we didn't but we can if we turn that love inward all right that's it for today (laughs) i thank you so very much for listening if you resonated or if you just have any thoughts you could always reach out to me lauren m coletti on instagram and i will get back to you i thank you so much for your support for your continued listening, for your kind words. I love you all, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Have a good weekend, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Spiritual and Bipolar with Lauren Coletti. If you would like to support the show, you can enter to win a $25 Avi gift card by rating me five stars and sending me a screenshot of your five-star review via Instagram, which I will list in the show notes. If you are enjoying Spiritual and Bipolar, I would love it if you shared with a friend or someone you think could benefit from the show. I would love to hear from you, so never hesitate to reach out and tell me your thoughts, suggestions for guests and topics, or apply to share your story on the show. All my love.